Guys, Dan Waltzman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. As you know, this is the podcast where we deliver hopefully awesome insights, not hopefully, definitely awesome insights to driven people with clear goals who want to be their best self. I've been thinking a lot about this tagline. What you don't know is behind the scenes. I've been rebuilding Dan Waltzman for some time now. It feels like an eternity. I can't wait to turn it on and show you guys. Believe it or not, when you've written thousands of articles, and now 200 plus podcast episodes. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it feels like we just started this podcast the other day. Moving that all over from, we had it on WordPress and moved everything over to Squarespace. We realized Squarespace was not serving our purposes at all and we're moving it back to WordPress. Oh my gosh. Then we realized that our, our branding wasn't right. And so we've been fixing all of this stuff behind the scenes and it's forced us to really think about how we share the message of what we do with a world who might want it, right? Yeah, it's it's it almost seems like, I don't know, like destiny and, and all those big words, dreams, goals, and ambitions. But for us, we weren't hitting the mark. All of you who already listened to the podcast, who are already part of the edgy uh, conversations and the, and, and the edgy empire of awesomeness, all, all the places where we are, you guys get it. You know what we're all about. But what about the people who aren't part of that, who don't know what's going on. And in, in some ways, they were being missed. Now, that ties in with what I want to talk about today. This whole month is a, is a topic that I struggle with incredibly. And I thought, what better way to talk about a subject than to go on a journey with you together? So let's talk about it. Our subject for September is this idea of radical candor. I don't think anybody in my life would say that I practice radical candor at all. On one hand, I am uh, inexcusably tough. I'm tough on my kids. I'm tough on Sarah. I'm tough on the people who I work with. I don't like, I mean, like, and it's ridiculous ways that I'm tough. I criticize because I'm like, you have to take three things upstairs why not put the shoes on top of the box in top of, in the bag and make one trip? Why take three trips? My brain has already figured it out. You haven't figured it out. And so like, ugh, right? And now I'm being a jerk. On the other hand, I want to say some things that I haven't been able to say for a long time. And I don't say them because I think I'm going to spare someone's feelings. Or I, I feel like, well, if I did that, then what? You'll often hear me, if you're ever on a business call with me, you'll hear me talking about thinking five moves ahead. And one of the downsides of trying to think five moves ahead is that you sometimes miss the move you're on right now, like this moment right now. I was here thinking about radical candor, and it's something that I'll tell other people that they should do, right? You better have candor yourself. No one said, I have to have candor, <laughs> right? You better have candor. Uh, I'm somewhat joking. I know I need to have it in my list of priorities. I've always prioritized something ahead of it. Now that it's September, I have to actually do this, right? I have to actually uh, commit to doing the things that I've that I've told you you ought to do, right? Because it makes no sense for me to tell you to do something and me not do it myself. So radical candor. I just happened in my research to find out that this amazing woman, Kim Scott, has actually written a book called Radical Candor. So I'm going to be reading that book. 
uh, like right now, I'm going to be reading that book as I run. And I'm excited to share with you all the awesome stuff that I learned from that book. By the way, you should you should read it too. But give me a day or two to get ahead of it and actually know uh, what it's all about. And then I can come back to you with all the nuggets of awesomeness that I find. Like, right, if I read her book and then I can pretend like it's all my ideas, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. We won't do that. There's no reason to do that. But it does it does require a little bit of investigation for us. And here's why. By the way, what, what requires investigation? This idea of radical candor. I don't know when was the last time you stopped and just kind of cross-examined yourself on why you do what you do. I feel like I do that. Well, I, I do that a lot, but I don't do it often for the right things. In, in, in truth, in truth, this area of radical candor is, is something that has caused me pain in every area of my life where I can experience pain. For those of you who read my book, you know that whole saga. But like, how many times have you wanted to say something to someone you love and you just don't? And you don't know why you don't, but you just don't, right? And, and, and whether it's your kids or whether it's a partner or whether it's a lover or whether it's someone you work for, how many times have you, you, man, you want to say something and you don't do it. I actually looked up candor in the dictionary. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'll let you judge. But I wanted to see kind of the clinical definition. What is candor? Because you hear people throwing around, oh, be candid, be candid. Oh, we should be candid. Everyone should be candid. Practice candor, right? We talk about being candid as if it's like, you know, something that we all understand, and I'm not sure we do. That being said, what is candor? And Webster's or wherever we're getting de definitions these days, I guess Google says it's the art of practicing openness and honesty, semicolon, frankness. And I think that means being frank, not literally being a person called frank, but you get what I'm saying, don't you? You get what I'm saying. In truth, that's not something that I think comes naturally to any of us. See, to, to really be candid, you have to have a, sen a, a deep sense of emotional intelligence. In other words, candor is not anger. It's not overt criticism. It's not skepticism. It's not cynicism. Right? Think about that. It's not anger. It's not criticism. It's not skepticism. It's not cynicism. Said that again in case you missed it, right? It, much of what we call candor, I believe, if we're honest, falls in those categories. We're angry, so we're going to be candid. But that's not candor. That's just anger. We're frustrated, so we're going to be candid. Mm, maybe that's just frustration. And if we go down the list of pet peeves and vices and upsetness and all the things that drive us crazy, right? Think about those things. Are we really practicing candor? So here's my question to myself. How could I begin to practice candor? Like if I were going to practice candor, I wake up and I say, oh, I'm going to practice candor. What would I do? How would I do it? Right? What would I do? So the key thing to remember is this. And by the way, this is the conversation I'm having with myself. This is a skill. So candor is not some trophy 
that you like Indiana Jones, you know, jump over the stone and crawl down the thing and jump over this and do that. And all of a sudden, voila, you've got it, right? You've got it. That's not what candor is. It, it, it's, it's a skill. It, it's like running a long race. It, you know, candor is not the finish line. Candor is like the daily training. Are you with me? I think you understand that already, right? I just, here's why that matters so much. If it feels awkward, that's because it is. If it feels like it's not working, it might be because you're just a newbie. Not that you shouldn't practice candor, but that you might want to develop skills in any other area of your life, whether it's trying to cook or bake, I guess it's not cook, bake cupcakes, whether you're trying to learn Latin, like my kids are now in high school and one of my sons learning French. Like you, you, would, you would not just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to speak French. I don't know why I changed my accent there. That wasn't even a French accent, right? But despite all my silliness, do you understand what I'm saying? That this is not a discussion around a trophy that you acquire because of your years of brilliance or because of some sort of methodology that you have found. It is a skill that is going to be very awkward at first. Being candid is, is not something that you would celebrate at first. It's something that you're going to be very nervous to implement, right? Concerned that you might overstep. I mean, that's, that's the truth about candor, is it's not something that you're going to be proud of. And it won't even be something that you win an award from. I mean, who stands up and says, hey, here's exactly how we're going to celebrate you because you have been candid. There are no candid awards, right? So now that we know that it's awkward, you can just be aware as we discover this subject together that it will be awkward and that's because we're new at it. And it's going to be a little uncomfortable because we have weak candor muscles, right? Here's the question I ask myself, and maybe if you're open to examining this, you can ask yourself right now. How much better would your life be right now in a thousand little tiny ways if you practiced honesty and openness? Honesty and openness. I think every area of my life would be better. I think my relationships at a family level, at a community level, at a work level, at a business enterprise change the world level would be better if I practice openness and honesty. So what stops us? And by the way, this is just an exercise in like being a bit emotionally intelligent here for 30 seconds, right? Just examining, honestly, what is it that stops us? Maybe we don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Maybe it's uncomfortable to have a conversation at that level. There are a lot of things, people, that stop us from practicing candor. And none of them are good. None of them are good. None of them are good. They hold us back from getting to where we want to be, right? You might think you're saving someone else's feelings, but really... You're tying your hands and your feet together. You're holding yourself back. You're limiting your ability to, be, to be, perform at a high level. And that's a choice. 
That's a choice you're making. That's a choice I am making every day. And so as we come to this subject of candor, maybe one way we jump into this is by just gently examining over the next 24 hours where honesty and openness could help us achieve greater heights of success. Think about that. Think, think about this just for a minute, right? Just think about this for a minute. If you were to, in a conversation where someone presents something and you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. What if you were to say, I think this is ridiculous. And what if in a situation where no one liked an idea, but you did, you could say, I really like that idea. And now you don't have to be emotionally tied to your decision. You, the group may not go the direction you want to go. And you may have to be okay with realizing that whatever you thought was going to happen isn't going to happen. Here's the bigger picture though. Just being honest and candid can help you in those thousand tiny little ways that we all need help improving on. Guys, I'm excited about this topic of radical candor, mainly because I need to improve in this area. I need to it. You might think because I wrote a book called Edgy Conversations, that radical candor would be like right up my alley. But you know, it took me four years to write the book and it took lots of editing. And it took me a lot of time to make that happen. And maybe that should tell you that I'm not as candid as I should be. And maybe if I were, that book would have been easier or faster. And without trying to rewrite history, maybe the storyline would have been a bit different throughout the entire book. Now, I'm not concerned about my history. I'm focused on my destiny. And I know you are too. I only bring this up to say, how much brighter, how much better, how much bigger could your future be if right now you begin developing the skill of radical candor? Hey guys, thanks for hanging with me on this podcast. As always, you know, I enjoy you being here and listening in. It's like we have this like fireside chat without a fire, but you know, it's just a chat uh, here mainly out of my office or the recording studio. Um, a couple things. One, hold the date. November 3rd is Awesome Palooza. The website is up, coming up shortly. Uh, our goal is that within within 45 days of the event, um, I was going to say 60 days, but it's already been 60 days. Well, uh, in the next few days, you'll have a landing page. You can go check it out. You can reserve. You can RSVP. If you're already a, a member of Edgy Nation, your ticket's on me. By the way, if you're not a member of Edgy Nation, you're wondering, why are those guys getting free tickets? Well, come talk to me about it. I'm excited to tell you more about Edgy Nation, an amazing group in my inner circle. We're talking about things at this uh, next level of awesomeness. Now, Awesome Palooza is coming. It's November 3rd. It's an experience like you've never had before. Each one gets bigger. Each one gets better. Each one gets more transformational. Each one becomes like truly that thing you don't want to miss. I'll share more with you soon. Until the next time, be awesome. Awesome.